0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: Hello, Taiwan Talk podcast listeners. This is Keith here. Today we're going to be trying something a little bit different. Taiwan Talk is teaming up with The Morning Show with Terry Engel to bring you some extended interviews that have a little bit more of that live, on-air feel to them. This interview was broadcast the morning of Wednesday, September 23rd, and we spoke with ChinesePod, some of the first people to bring Chinese language learning into the Internet age. Anyway, without further ado, this is ChinesePod on The Morning Show with Terry Engel.
0: ICRT, FM 100, Alabama Shakes, there and hold on, uh, Silver Landings Game Plan. What was that movie, Keith? Silver Playbook? Uh,
1: playbook. Playbook is the movie. Silver Landings Playbook. Thank
0: you. Uh, from that movie. Okay, uh, we've got uh, our extended interviews for the week going on. Keith, what do we got going on this week? Uh, tell us all about it.
1: Well, as you mentioned, we are uh, speaking to the good folks from Chinese Pod. Uh, and for those who don't know, although. I have a feeling most of our listeners do. But for those who don't, Chinese Bond has been providing online Chinese learning resources for about a decade now. So uh, we're talking about thousands of podcasts with Chinese dialogue and a whole bunch of different topics. Uh, And, uh, well, the company was based in Shanghai for quite a while, but there's been a bit of a change up. And uh, now the hosts are in Taipei. And we're lucky enough to have them with us today. They are Fiona Tien, Gwillem James, and Constance Fong. Uh, Good morning to all of you.
2: Good, Good morning. morning, hi everyone. All
1: right,
0: Chinese Pod in the house. <laughs> we, we we've been talking just off the air. You know, I, I've 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 listened to uh, Chinese Pod since the inception, mm. back when it was uh, it was John and Jenny. Mm. Now it's Fiona, Guillem, and Constance. Yeah.
2: Big shoes to fill. Big
0: shoes, John and Jenny. I tell you what, they were
3: almost they were almost like heroes of mine. I
2: yeah. will <laughs> yeah, tell it's you
3: that a thing. bit scary joining Chinese Pod. I was so excited. I was like, I've been listening to you guys, and now I finally meet you, and now I've got to become you. <laughs>
0: I was well, I was going to ask you guys that. Do you know? Do you know John and Jenny?
2: Um, yeah, we've met Jenny. Um, we unfortunately haven't met John yet. But John, if you're listening, we'd love to yeah. meet up with you sometime.
0: Are they? What do they look like?
3: Because I don't know
2: what
0: they look. <laughs> like.
2: I never, I never
3: oh, bother yeah, to look what anybody looks like yeah. online. Yeah, people are so familiar with their voices, but because they yeah. never really made much videos back then. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you YouTube John Pazden, you'll see. Uh, yeah. What? Well, but that's
0: cheating, though. <laughs> You know that's totally cheating when I I listen to a lot of radio and a lot of podcasts right now and I I always try and imagine what the people look like I mm. I heard your your guys voices and I was trying to imagine you look nothing <laughs> no, no, no. You look exactly like I thought you did. That's, There's that's, no
1: way to know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, no, we exactly. We didn't know what you thought originally. Can you tell who's the good lookers and the bad lookers based on their voice? Do you think you can? N-
0: n- well, you I'm know... I'm not
1: talking about the people here. I'm no, just no, 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 of general. course
0: not. You know, the thing is, the oldest joke in radio, when, it, when, when Papa Paul first came here, uh, uh, our program director, he came in here and he says, yeah, I've listened to your show. He says, you look exactly like I thought you did, <laughs> which is the biggest joke in radio because nobody ever looks like their voice. They yeah. never do. So uh, to answer to that question uh if we can let's just talk first about the move from from shanghai to taipei i don't know who wants to kind of feel this feel free to just jump in whenever but uh of course anybody who was a listener of chinese pod knew it was in shanghai a lot mm-hmm. of the stories where they talked about shanghai and it's now in taipei what what what's up with that
2: um, well, actually, uh, ChinesePod approached us at a really exciting time. They were opening a Taipei office, kind of a Taipei branch, and it just so happened that all three of us were based in Taipei. So that was like the perfect timing. So we joined, and we actually set up the Taipei office here.
0: You mean you were together as a unit beforehand?
2: Wow. Uh, she is my-
3: Fiona. Is my wife, so uh, we. Fiona. Oh. Well,
0: okay, a unit, <laughs> unit. then is uh, is is very appropriate. Okay, good. And 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 Constance, how did you kind of get in on the mix here?
4: Yeah, actually, Fiona drink with my friend one night <laughs> and she she wanted a Chinese teacher yeah and I'm looking for like different kind of job to teach in Chinese different mm-hmm. kind of format to teach in yeah, Chinese right. yeah so my friend passed her I think email to me she, yep. yeah I just wrote email and then we just Connected to each other. Okay.
3: Yeah, it was a very drunken teachers' night out. Yeah, yeah, I was of, like, I'm looking You get a lot of teachers teachers together and they start bitching about the students in, I, I, in a nice way.
0: I'm sure a lot of things have started in that uh, capacity. I'm sure. So, um, so where are you guys from? First of all, why don't we also get that out of the way? Because I mean, like, Gwillum? Mm. That's not. That's not. That, that, that's not a usual name, uh, you at you least for that English pronounce- speakers. Sorry,
3: you know, yeah, that's a Welsh name. So. Uh, yeah,
0: I was going to ask if it was Welsh.
3: Yeah. Usually, I say it's like Gollum. Or William with a G, and they yeah. usually say William Gut, But no, it's William, but only two syllables. And actually, I pronounce it wrong. Apparently, it's Gwilym. 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 Oh, Gwilym. Yeah, yeah, um, Gwilym. I say Gwilym. Did you
0: hear that dude from Wales read that city? Remember we had that last uh, week? The, the weather reporter. Yeah, the weather reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you can you speak Welsh? <laughs> Not even Welsh people. Okay. Welsh. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: We, 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 this isn't Welsh Pod. Maybe we should get that <laughs> yeah, yeah no, right, right,
0: right. Keep forgetting. And uh, Fiona, where 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 are you, where are you from? Um?
2: So I'm half Taiwanese, half Scottish. Um, I've grown up kind of equal parts now in the UK and in Taiwan. Yeah.
0: Interesting. And uh, you met Guillem in Scotland or here?
2: Yeah, we actually met at university at the University of Edinburgh. So one summer holiday. Turned into longer holidays. Turned into a lifetime turned, of. Yep. <laughs> okay,
0: all right, and and now yep. working together, of course. Yep. So, just to to, to kind of uh, um, look at the model that that Chinese pod mm-hmm. uses. Back with John and Jenny, they kind of had you know a uh, a, a Chinese speaking lady and a uh, well a. a, a you know what yeah, okay, I mean? Yeah. A white dude. It's not dance
1: around it too much. A, a,
0: a white dude that couldn't speak Chinese so well. So you had Jenny where she was like, you know, sort of the expert in Chinese. And then you had John that was kind of goofy, kind of spoke Chinese about the amount that you want to speak as a foreigner or, yep. or probably, you know, write about the, the right amount for learning or needing to learn more and explaining it.
1: Doesn't make us feel too bad about it. Yeah, ourselves. It doesn't
0: make us feel bad about ourselves. But, you know, we can also see that, wow, he's, you know, has done something. Is that the same kind of model you guys have here? Because obviously there's something a little bit different in this model.
3: Not exactly. Like initially, Ken, it was actually Ken and uh, Jenny that got together. And then John joined the team a few, like a year or two later. Okay, right. Um, but yeah. Right, I forgot about Ken.
0: <laughs> oh, geez, I forgot all about
3: Ken. Yeah, you're right.
0: Sorry. <laughs> yeah,
3: Ken. I basically play the part of a stupid student <laughs> and asking all the questions I actually want to ask Mm -hmm. like John's Chinese is like one of the best foreigners out there uh, and I'm nowhere near that so I actually ask questions that my my student friends ask yeah and then fiona tries to answer them with the help of constance
2: yeah so yeah at the moment i kind of span in between so when i'm doing the kind of the lower level podcast with gwillem i'm the mandarin teacher helping helping the white guy and then when i'm doing the upper level stuff with constance i become the white girl that's asking the question and constance
0: jumps in as exactly. as the expert mm-hmm. yeah okay so so it's almost a completely different model then mm. Yeah. Very different.
1: Well, I mean, that—that that was kind of a question I've always wanted to ask: Is you know, when this guy is asking these questions, is he just acting like he doesn't know, or does he in fact not know? You're saying you in fact do not know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, when I teach elementary and newbie, so of some of that I just know, but I'm trying to think how how what was it like when I first started? Like uh, I didn't understand obviously, and I still remember what it was like to be really bad at Chinese. Mm. Uh, but I think the good thing about John was he was very good, but he was able to relate to beginner levels. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. But, I mean, frankly, a lot of people probably don't see this because our podcasts are all edited. Um, but beforehand, there is you know sometimes some very frustrating arguments. <coughs> Golem is like, this sentence structure is this unbelievable i can't understand it so we have a lot of uh, back and forth actually between when we prep for the podcast as well so yeah they are a lot of them um, are guillem's questions but we try to digest that we try to understand what his problem is and then give it to our listeners and <laughs> <laughs> linguistically <laughs> speaking yeah, exactly. of course yeah no. he,
1: has he been changed recently enough is he hungry what, what's, what's
0: going on <laughs> uh so guillem you probably remember this as um and, and and maybe this is more specific to uh us, you know, Westerners coming here, I'm sure Keith probably knows as well. What was the first phrase you ever learned in Chinese? And, uh, and, 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 and be careful, remember that, remember that we can only use this. Uh,
3: I would like a cup of tea because uh, okay. I'm British, so that's pretty much <laughs> the first question you're going to ask. Okay, good. And it's very respectable. When I first learned, I basically invented my own form of uh, opinion, so I literally said, Naicha mm-hmm. and I was writing it like exactly like how I was hearing it on the street. I said, tour, but I think that's wrong. It should be a 谢谢.
0: Yeah, 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 right, <laughs> right. Or, yeah, excellent, excellent stuff. Um, is there any, uh, any, any of that that you brought into podcast as well as a learner? Because obviously um, a podcast is primarily... For elementary learners and newbies, I'm guessing just because no, it seems no, no,
1: it, it really spans the range. Well, actually, it, no, that's I, one of the things I really like about.
0: Jim's well, this, well, this is what I was getting into and asking. I, I, I mean, it seems to me like it's like it's a lot of newbie and a lot of elementary, and that the there are less advanced. In fact, I don't even ever see it advanced. I see more upper intermediate or intermediate. Um, so, do you guys bring these type of experiences and and realize that most of your audience is is newbie or or, or elementary?
3: Well, number one, like, for example, I wanted to book a dentist appointment. So I literally ask Constance (laughs) to write me a lesson about that. So usually I'm thinking, what do I struggle in my daily life? You
1: get your own customized lessons. And then I use use that lesson (laughs) and then
3: I phone up the dentist and book an appointment. But yeah, the good thing about Chinese ChinesePod is we do have lots of advanced lessons. And that's something that the new team really tries to do. Right. Because obviously Chinese is such a difficult language that many people start to drop off around intermediate, upper intermediate. Mm-hmm. But there are many people that maybe study in China or Taiwan, go back to America and just don't have any learning resources that are in the upper levels. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best part of ChinesePod. All those people that studied a course in Mandarin go back to their home countries and uh, can continue learning.
0: So what is the model? And maybe this is a question for Constance. What's the model then for the uh, for the the advanced classes. Uh, are you still using Guillem and, and Fiona, or you have a different way to kind of approach yeah, I think
4: it? Fiona is a very good model <laughs> because she her Chinese is very very good. Mm-hmm. But for advanced students, we we kind of expect them to do some formal things, academic things. So sometimes we can bring uh, about Tang Dynasty poem, mm-hmm. and or some difficult speech. like right. How do you pre- present? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so Fiona becomes a very good model because she asks questions like really advanced students will
0: ask. Right, so 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 Willem has questions that beginners would ask. Fiona has questions that advanced people would ask. Yeah,
3: yeah so I only teach from newbie to intermediate. And then at intermediate level, Fiona talks all in Chinese. So her yeah. brain gets a bit confused. She's yeah. like all English <laughs> for some of the lower levels and then all Chinese. And at intermediate, she's kind of half and half. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I drop out at intermediate. <laughs>
0: All right. Excellent. No, folks, we're going to take a short break right here uh, in a moment. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, all the listeners, I'm sure, if uh, they're listening and they want to ask any questions now, uh, may be the time to call in if they'd like to. eight five two two eight two eight two. 8282 We've got to take a short break. we also got to hear from the uh, ICRT Battle of the Band's Champions uh, in that time as well. So uh, you guys will get to hear them as well. IC Ball. And uh, we'll return. We've got the uh, we've got the hosts from podcast sitting in with us here uh for the uh, hour anyway we've got Constance Guillem and we've got uh Fiona here so uh stay with us if you got any questions for them feel free to post them on the facebook as well terry icrt you can put them on there or on the icrt facebook page and uh we'll do our best to ask them the questions short break here we'll be back we've also got the uh icy ball as i mentioned so stay with us
4: i am the keeper of a greater magic known throughout the universe who can calculate the magic of radio advertising
0: on icrt icrt fm 100 that was icrt's battle of the bands 2015 champion IC ball uh, we return now uh, to the morning show with terry and we've got the chinese pod hosts on here we're going to uh we're just going to kick this right off with a question we got somebody on the phone here so let's uh let's just jump to the line here good morning icrt who's this Good morning. This is Charles. All right, Charles. Okay, now you've got a question for the hosts. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a complete newbie. I've been listening to Chinese Pod for about three months now. Big fan of your product. I love what you guys are doing with the videos. I've been having a lot of trouble with tones, particularly the third tone. I wanted to know if you had any tips or tricks for really mastering that. Tips or tricks for the third tone.
2: Hi, Charles. This is Fiona. Um, Funny you asked that. We actually have a new video series coming out very, very soon. We haven't actually told anyone, so this is, I guess, the first time. Um, It's called the Say It Right series, where we're going to focus specifically on tones. But if you just want a quick tip right now, this is a bit of a comedy tip, but just imagine you're speaking like Kim Kardashian. You know, everything is like really throaty. That's the third tone. somehow that trick has been sticking with all of our students it's like it's like just imagine you're kim kardashian so how how then you've nailed it yeah because
3: when you first learn mandarin you are told that it's down up down up Uh, but actually in normal fluid talk you usually don't really enunciate the up part because if you do it sounds like a second tone to most people
2: yeah. So that, that's, like a, I, we we see it as a huge myth and actually right. it's a little bit inappropriate teaching to teach a learner what we call the emphasis pattern where you go, how, how, no native speaker actually speaks like that. It's actually a very low pitching flat tone.
0: Right, right. Yeah. It's just a slow fall almost, yeah. if you will. Charles, does that help you? Yeah that helps quite a bit that's pretty funny. Yeah good. Any other questions Take for like the Kim Kardashian? No that's it. <laughs> All I right. appreciate it. Thanks Charles, thanks so much. Thanks. Charles. Uh, all right, uh, let's continue on here. Um, w- w- again, we were talking over the break, so this is maybe the, 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 the right next thing to kind of get into, which is just the differences, not just between Taiwan and the mainland, but just maybe in all the Chinese dialects uh, around the world, uh, uh, in Singapore, uh, anywhere where Chinese is spoken, even even in America, where Chinese is is taken on a, a, a second generation mm-hmm. uh, type of a, 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 a dialect. How do you kind of deal with all of those? Do you get people, you know, always trying to uh, say, you know why don't you speak more like this or less like this or people comment on on your taiwanese accent or anything like that
2: and we definitely do get a lot of feedback about accents and people's concern about different accents and i think the key thing that we try and respond and we try and educate our learners as well as is that you have to recognize that chinese like you said terry is so widely spoken by so many people around the world so it's just like english you know english you have a wide range of um, accents, so yeah,
0: kind of like Scottish, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that- Scottish, Irish, Kiwi, All- you All know, Welsh. Australian. Um, but the key thing is that any you know responsible Mandarin teacher will try to give you as a neutral an experience as possible, and that's what we really strive to do at Chinese Pod. Right,
3: yeah. and also like when I was teaching English, I thought. My students found that the most interesting was the difference. Maybe like in the US, you might say pants; we say trousers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to find those differences really interesting, rather than go, "Oh, I have to learn another word," uh, just because there aren't actually that many different like uh, lexical differences, right? Um, and just appreciate the differences.
0: Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you you uh, again just uh, before we spoke here gave a good example uh, for bicycle. Yeah. Where uh, in, in mainland China, you use Zinxu, and here you use Zhaotatsu. Mm-hmm. So which one would you use
3: then? Just depending on where you are. If you're in Taiwan, you hear people using not No,
0: I mean on the oh, program, oh, right, right, on the right, podcast.
3: Right, right, right.
2: So on the podcast, we try um, to stick with standard Mandarin as much as possible. And even that, I don't like using the term standard Mandarin. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a bit of an elusive term. Are you never going to, if you were trying to, if you as a learner, you're like, I'm going to learn standard Mandarin. I can tell you now you're never going to get there. Yeah, right. So just appreciate where your teacher's from, appreciate the surroundings you're in. And I think that's a key thing to remember as a learner.
1: It's kind of got to, I imagine, be determined a little bit just by the market as a whole. There's probably a bigger market for the kind of Mandarin spoken on the mainland. Is, mm-hmm. is that what the people want mostly? Um,
2: yep. and um, You know, we're trying to be... Uh we try to diversify our script writing team, our voice talent team. At the moment, we've got um, a Shanghai teacher on board as well. She's doing a lot of different script writing. So we try to give everyone a very broad experience. And the good thing about Chinese is we've been going for 10 years. We have thousands of lessons, you know, that's gone previously. And hopefully every once in a while we throw in a bit of Taiwanese flair um, on cool festivals or different things like that. And we hope that people enjoy it because it's a different experience here to a certain extent, for sure.
0: Do you have topics that... Um you feel sometimes you're like you going into this topic and you're like, oh boy, I don't know if we should really talk about this. Or you get asked for a, a, a topic or anything like that.
1: Here, here's here's kind of where we're coming from yeah. from this because uh, I'm sure you guys know Pimsleur. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're another language learning uh, kind of service. Yeah. They have a bad rep because a lot of people that talk about them always talk about, why is it that all of the topics are about uh, hotel rooms and getting girls <laughs> and yeah. uh, asking people to my hotel room? Why are all the topics about this? <laughs> So, I mean, I'm sure there is a demand for dealing with the seedier parts of life, but you don't necessarily want your brand to be associated with the seedier sure. parts of life. So how do you kind of sort that out? How do you deal with those seedier topics?
2: Um, are, are we quite lucky with Chinese users? Everyone's always asking, like, how do I go drinking with my Chinese business partners? We do a lot of drinking We do that, a lot of drinking that, may be, that
0: maybe kind of falls into this, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so we do do a lot of more adult content so we have i mean we have a lot of stuff about adultery <laughs> yeah right things like that so you know you don't have to go i mean sure i'm sure everyone talks about trying to you know court other people we try and kind of steer away from that but more towards adult content for like you know drinking socializing really helping you kind of improve your social skills and the phrases that you need for those situations. but if
3: people really want that kind of lesson we are willing to think about <laughs> making it for you <laughs> Maybe well, not. well, what about, what about? I mean, I think everybody's
0: uh, very first question when learning any new language is, is what is are the dirty words okay. and things like that? Have you approached that at all?
4: Um, yes, actually. Yeah, we, we wrote a lesson about a gangster and a policeman. Okay. Yeah, we had a gangster fight. Yeah, a gangster fight. Yeah, a
2: police gangster off, and yeah, okay. there was a double... F, but the Chinese version of yes. that. So we're like, yeah, So here it's you used just as put a it in there? verb, and um, in the second instance, it's used as. No a- kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: What was the response to that? Did people freak out?
2: No, I mean Chinese spot has always been an adult audience, mm-hmm. so I mean we're quite lucky with that. So I think they, they enjoyed it. I hope. Yes. <laughs>
0: I so yeah wow, we'll yeah, interesting i yeah, I didn't, I had no idea that you guys kind of got into that yeah. um <laughs> will the will the what, what what about a topic specifically about those things, about swear words or anything like it? you think that's going too far?
2: You know what we've been thinking about that for a long time but because Chinese pod is always dialogue based i can't really think of a, a situation <laughs> where yeah, I
3: could give <laughs> you a <exactly>. lot
2: <laughs> where it's just intense work. maybe maybe that needs to be done
3: Chinese pod has always been kind of pushing the boundaries and trying different things so maybe we could do a, a video lesson on how to swear in uh, mandarin <laughs> <laughs> Yeah right yeah, since
4: i've been teaching advanced level students for uh, almost 10 years sometimes mm. we read novels there are so many like swear words, dirty yeah. words. Yeah, it's a good chance to teach them because they have to know people are cursing them, right?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, exactly. You got to know when you're being called out or something yeah. like that. It's it, it's quite important.
1: I don't know the dirty words, so I'm sure people say stuff about me all the time, and I don't even know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've we've gone about it in a different way as well. You know, we had an office setting. It was a dialogue. And if you guys, if any of your listeners watch Huan um, Zhuan*, it's like a Chinese period drama. Mm-hmm. There's the famous line: mm-hmm. Jian ren就是 jiao qing uh, uh, there's no English translation for that, but we, we fit it in and it's an office setting. So we do try and incorporate like different, not necessarily swear words, but, you know, inappropriate yeah, language. De- de-
0: language yeah, yeah, inappropriate language. language yeah. yeah. Right. Okay, good. That's, uh, that's interesting <laughs> as well. We're going to have to take another short break here. Uh, so you guys are going to stick around and uh, we'll be back uh, again. If there's any calls or uh, comments you want to put on the Facebook for uh, our hosts of Chinese pod here, by all means, do it. You can put it on my Facebook, Terry, ICRT or on the ICRT Facebook, um, simply ICRT. Uh, oddly enough, you can go ahead and do that uh, now. We'll take a short break. We'll be back here with uh, Constance, Fiona and Gwillem. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you?
4: We're ICRT bridging East and West in English for more than 30 years.
0: All right, we return here. We've got uh, the three hosts from Chinese Pod, of course. Probably, I would say, the world's most popular Chinese language or learning language podcast. Is that fair to say that?
1: I think it's safe to say that.
0: I think it's pretty safe. Say, certainly one of the first. It was certainly the only one when I was uh, myself, again, learning Chinese and podcasts became a thing. It was the only one for sure at the time.
1: There is more competition now, though. And I, I, I do notice that uh, one of the things that you guys are rolling out is uh, more videos. You guys do a lot more videos now. So do you feel that pressure? Are there other groups nipping at your heels, uh, kind of eating away at the at the whole market?
2: Um. I- Yes and no. So, Aguilam and I, we started a YouTube channel called Mandarin Made Easy, and video actually was our was our background. You were so, kind of
1: independently well known before you came to China, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. um, but I, I think there's there's something different about uh, a video and in a learning experience. You see the host, you see my face, and I have. Way too many facial expressions for my own good. Yeah, um, paralinguistics.
0: Constance <laughs> will tell you all about that. I'm sure.
2: Exactly. So I think it's a much more immersive um, experience. So that's something we are really trying to work on, and we're ho- hopefully maybe we can move to full video at one point. Um, but that's something that we're we're working towards. But we're also
3: like maintaining the audio podcast, so we're mm. exporting it as both a video and an audio, yeah. so that. You can, uh, access so it still it, remains whatever. a
2: podcast, uh, but yeah. you can watch it as a video format if you want.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, right, right, okay. Well, it's interesting that you still put the focus on the audio, which, which I mean, I love to hear that because I'm, I'm an audio guy. I'm. Also, I, I, most got a face for radio, as they
3: say, but <laughs> like when you're commuting or in the gym, you can't really watch a video. Well, that, so th- that's, that's where- it.
0: That was always the thing with Chinese Pod, at least for me, anyway. Yeah. Was the fact that I could do it while I was doing something else, and it became less of a language lesson and more of just something I was I was listening to, um, you know, sort of by the way, the way I might listen to any other podcast for for information
3: yes yeah, so and now that's why we do video because we maintain the audio like we're always thinking would this work for an audio aspect but also just um for those students that are more visual learners which i think is like 80 percent of people uh just providing that extra video function is good yeah and mm-hmm. we
2: respect the background that chinese pod came from you know it was one of the first it was a pioneer in language learning podcasts and we want to embrace that we want to keep that but just update it and give our, our users a bit more options.
0: yeah right yeah. um Let's talk about the the Taiwanese-ness of it now sure. if we can. Mm-hmm. Um let's begin with with asking was it was it sensitive to anybody moving from Shanghai to Taiwan were there any uh were there any listeners or any any feedback at all that said you know w- w- why go to taiwan we, we we don't want that we don't want that accent we don't was there any of that
2: most certainly i mean there's always a, oh really okay. yeah there's always concern when you know a, a hosting team changes not just a hosting team but location changes um and you know there's not <coughs> constance is taiwanese i'm half taiwanese so we want to have taiwanese you know uh, on our team um was it a concern but i'm hoping that in our last year as um, hosts that we've proven and that we're showing people that we're really really passionate about teaching mandarin and that's all we care about we want to give people the best experience possible despite despite i don't know if that's the best choice of word me being taiwanese
3: we like to think about it like when you get a new james bond everyone's very <laughs> against the idea yeah. of maybe like daniel craig or maybe idris alba uh but you eventually love love them and they you mean they favorite. got rid of daniel craig did they really uh maybe in the next
1: one he's okay. going to be the specter right. first they're getting, they're getting ready for that but yeah but if you do look at the, the comment section on your website around the time where the transition was happening there was there was well the internet is nasty all over yeah. but you know there was a little bit of that going on over there uh, so have you been interacting with uh, with your listeners are, uh, are, are you getting to know them and uh, are, are you liking the bunch that you're getting to know
2: for sure. It's we've got a loaded question. Yeah, exactly. Say, no, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What, what are you going to say? No, we
0: hate them all. We can't stand them. Just
1: alienate all of
2: your users <laughs> exactly. right now. Um, I mean, for those that had concerns, it was completely understandable. You know, we hadn't proven ourselves. No one, you know, had heard of our podcast. So it's fair enough, you know, fair enough, um, you know, for people to have questions about us or doubt, doubt our abilities or different yeah. things. But I love ChinesePod because it, it's it's a real community. You know, it's been going on for 10 years. There's this real Passion, not just from our end, but from the user end. So I really like engaging in that energy. Although recently I've been a bit absent from the comments board, but it's because we're working on our super secret video project. Okay, good, good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I went through I went through a nightmare when I first took over the show here. Oh (laughs) yeah. I I think I'm still trying to uh, win some listeners. So for six years later, but lucky
1: for me, I've flown under the radar. I don't think anybody noticed when I showed up. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Who were you? I don't
1: know. Can we can can we talk about one thing though? Uh, Do you still call your users potties? You, you've un- gotten rid of that?
3: I, I don't like the word.
1: I don't either. I was uh, good.
3: Yeah. And also a pod, most people don't know what a pod is anymore. Right. Like, podcasts have recently become uh, more popular again. But mm. like, it's not necessarily a podcast. It's not on iTunes. And um, it's more of an audio show. Uh,
1: yeah. And I just associate it with uh, the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like oh, a potty. Right. See, I,
3: well, I just immediately associate it with an Apple
0: product as soon as you say podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, that's 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 why I think a lot of people did try and move away from from the yeah. idea of podcast. I don't
3: like naming because like, iPod, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like naming a clan of users a thing like ICRTs. or Wu Tang.
0: Oh no! Well then, you're you're not gonna like what I call everybody then. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, All right. Let me just go back to the uh, to the idea. uh, Just lastly here, um, and and we'll kind of maybe close with this Uh, again, kind of bringing it back to the to the to the Taiwan aspect. And maybe this is like a an A B C part question, but uh, do you have any listeners or any uh, people that get involved from Taiwan here, and uh, do they kind of comment here and? And then kind of roll that into, do you ever talk about the differences politically between mainland China and Taiwan? Or it's obviously very sensitive uh, at the best of times. So maybe kind of move from from the listenership here in Taiwan and, and how does that translate into the mainland or does it or do they appreciate it or they don't want to hear about it?
2: Well, we definitely have a lot of poddies, Chinese pod users based in um, Taiwan. Um, and there is a lot of... Um dialogue going on in our comments boards and stuff but being a plot we have a lot of users in china and we we have to respect that and the last thing we want to see is chinese pod being blocked mm-hmm. um, so there are definitely things that we as hosts cannot talk about in our lessons we can't really write about um, but our but our users kind of comment on it um, so Right. Yeah.
1: They're going to be asking those questions,
3: yeah. and
2: they do. And if you ever see a very, very diplomatic answer from me, uh, I, I have well, you you know why.
3: <laughs> we're also not aware of what you can and cannot say. The Shanghai team were very savvy on what you could talk about and what you couldn't, and we are just not sure what you shouldn't talk about. Ah, and so you're not in
1: the mix of things.
4: Um, um, yeah, right. In Taiwan, basically, we talk about any kind of topic. You yeah, can... because in Taiwan, we almost talk about any kind of topic. Mm. So it's kind of, we lack of the filter, what we cannot talk. So basically, we just talk uh, about language usage different. Right. On it.
0: So where where how, where does that filter come in from, and who kind of decides on that? Because cause you're right, obviously, the types of things maybe that you can talk about in China and the types of things to talk about here are different. Who, who, who decides that, or do you just kind of come up with that together?
2: Um, well, like we said, so apart from politics, we talk about, Everything and anything and life is not just about politics, you know, life is about going for drinks with your friends, going to buy different things, you know, talking about poetry, right? right? Of course. um, frankly, we feel like there is enough language that is non-politics mm. that you can use. And we, we've we talked about business. We've had a lot of business lessons that have a lot of... If you look at the actual story, you'll realize that it's probably talking about politics. Um, so we try to give you language. We give you a toolbox that you can go and talk about politics if you want to.
1: So you need kind of a sideways way of approaching it sometimes? Yeah, yeah for sure. And that was Chinese Pods Fiona Tian, Willem James, and Constance Fung on The Morning Show with Terry Engel. We're going to try to make these extended interviews a regular thing, so expect to see a lot more of this type of stuff on the podcast stream. We would love to hear your thoughts on it. You can leave a comment on the Facebook page or send an email directly to me, keith at icrt.com.tw. Thank you for listening for The Morning Show, Taiwan Talk, and, you know, just podcasting in general. I'm Keith Menconi. See you next time.